We're glad to have you join us for this week's program. We pray it will be a blessing to you. Our scripture comes from the book of Acts chapter 5, beginning in verse number 1. The Bible says, But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira his wife sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? While it remained, was it not thine own, and after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all them that heard these things. And the young man arose, wound him up, and carried him out, and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in, and found her dead, and carried her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear come upon the church, and upon as many as heard these things. The first thing we want to look at is the inception. We want to look at where this ideal to lie, where this ideal to be deceitful come from. We see this church, if we go back in verse 31, we see, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken, they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word with God with boldness. And 32, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul, neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And great... Neither, verse 34, neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prices of things that were sold. We see in verse 36, we see a man named Barnabas, a Levite, who in verse 37, it says, having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. We see this church that was unified and controlled by the Holy Spirit. They, as many of them sold their land, they brought the money together, and they all worked together. Now, this has been tried many times through history, and it has failed, but this time it was working. Why? Because it was led of the Holy Spirit. You need to know that this wasn't a command. This wasn't something that the apostles said that they had to do. This was the Holy Spirit working in their hearts, and they lacked selfishness, but they were generous they wanted to take care of each other now you try something like this today you'll soon find that those who aren't working will enjoy reaping the benefits and those who are will decide well there's no reason for me to keep working if i'm going to be blessed the same as somebody that doesn't we are a selfish people but i'm glad in the church when the holy spirit starts working when the holy spirit starts moving if you've ever been in a revival or heard a missionary come by and all of a sudden God will instill it on people's hearts. I know one time it stands out in my memory. I was in a service where over $20,000 was raised for a cause because the Holy Spirit come in and started moving. 
And we see Ananias and Sapphira, they seen this. And I don't believe the Holy Spirit dealt with them. I believe, according to what Peter said, that Satan started working in their heart. And they had this ideal. We see the inception, but we see the deception. They had this ideal that they can gain notoriety. They can gain the praise too. Surely whenever Barnabas did this thing and sold the land and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet, certainly they were those that would pat him on the back. It would say, boy, that good job. How, how about Brother Barnabas? How about what he done? Can you believe that? Can you believe how much money that he brought, that he gave? They seen that and they thought, boy, we'd like to have that recognition. We'd have to like to have that same pat on the back. Maybe we'll end up there be a pew or something in the church with a little name plaque on it to give us credit for our great donation. But they were not ready. They were not led by the Holy Ghost. So we see the lie that come. They said, well, you know, who would know if we got this price? But we kept a little bit. We put a little bit back for a rainy day. We put a little bit back for later. They weren't ready to submit. They weren't ready to give it all to God. George MacDonald said, half the misery in the world comes from trying to look instead of trying to be what one is not. The old ideal today, a popular saying, is to fake it until you make it, but that does not work in Christianity. We need to see some Christians who are real, some Christians who do what they say. See, the big problem here necessarily wasn't that they was trying to lie, that they was trying to deceive the Holy Ghost. The problem was that pride got in the way. The devil used pride to get into their heart. They wanted to gain some notoriety, but be sure and know that God will find out. God will know. Man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, we know Peter, he said that this was Satan that inspired this in their heart. John 8, 44 tells us that the devil is the father of lies. We see the deception, but we also see the misconception. We get the idea that they felt like they had to do this. They felt like that they would have to give this money, that they'd have to sell this land. But Peter tells them, why hath Satan filled their heart? They said, the land in verse number four, while it remained, was it not thine own? And after it sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thy heart? So they didn't have to sell the land. The Bible never tells us that everybody sold their land, that everybody gave all their money. Some certainly did, but they didn't have to. They could have kept their land. They could have kept the money. They could have even come in and said, look, we sold a piece of land and we want to give this part. But what they were trying to do, they were trying to get the notoriety. They were trying to get the glamour from giving it all, but they did not want to fully give it all. They did not want to fully submit. And we, you say, how does this apply to me today? Well, we have a lot of Christians that come to church on Sunday morning. They'll wear their suit, their tie. They carry their Bible in. Brother, I'm. how are you doing, brother? Brother, I've had a blessed week, but you know, whenever Monday comes, they don't act the same. They don't act like the Christian. They don't go to the places a Christian should. They don't do the things a Christian should. They don't say the things a Christian should. And they're living a lie. They're fake. What we need, we need some real 
Christians. We need Christians that are what they say they are on Monday, just the same as they was on Sunday morning, on Tuesday when their co-workers, when their friends see them and they, they miss the nail and they hit the wrong nail with a hammer, they hit their thumb or something. People are watching. They're watching to see what you'll say. They're watching to see how you act ever, everywhere you go. People are watching you and they're looking to see something that is real. They're looking to see someone that is honest, someone that is not fake, that is who they say they are. We need to be careful to recognize that we're not getting prideful in who we are. We're not getting prideful in our Christianity. The root sin of pride started this. It started this lie. It inspired this lie. Sin has many tools, but a lie is the handle that fits them all. As a Christian, we should be honest in all things, but most of all, we should be honest in our Christian life. You know, I'm not perfect. I make mistakes just because I'm a preacher, just because I'm a pastor. That doesn't mean I always have it all together, but I should have a desire in my heart to try, to try my best to be real at all times, to try my best to be a Christian on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, Sunday night, Saturday night, Friday night. Let's just be real. We see the interception. The early church was so holy that this sin could not be overlooked. Aren't you glad today that God doesn't deal with his church? He doesn't deal with his people on the same level that he did then. I'm afraid today if God's judgment fell in this manner, I'm afraid that many churches wouldn't have anyone to open the doors on Sunday morning. I'm glad we serve a gracious God. And I believe there's times that God does make an example that somebody gets in sin and they're saved. See, I believe that these Ananias and Sapphira, I certainly believe that they were saved, do not believe that they lost their salvation but they lost their life. This money that they would pack, put back, that they would save for later, they would use at a later date, didn't do them any good. They didn't get the glory. They didn't get the glamour that they thought they would get. Why is that? Because God's judgment failed. Let's be honest. Let's be real. This morning, let's make a, make a strong commitment church that we're not going to be fake that we're not going to be hypocrites we're going to be the christians the christ followers that god would have us be amen i thank you so much for joining us if you've missed any of our past programs we're excited to let you know that they're available on spotify and other podcast services if you don't have a home church we'd love for you to join us at riverside baptist church 871 Riverside Drive, Asheville, North Carolina. We have a special singing with five groups on February the 25th at 5 o'clock. That's a Saturday. We'd love to see you there. God bless.